All right, all right, all right. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am Brandon here with a beautiful guest. I am grateful to talk to this young lady so we can kind of discuss all the things she has going on and just a lot of things that I want to share with her as far as my thoughts on women empowerment, um, just having an opportunity to be able to just share some some good information in terms of growth um, and professions and just overall just to kind of get to know this young lady as well. And um, one thing that I appreciate when I got some information on, on her and look through what she has going on, I just feel like we need to promote and celebrate um, the empowerment of not just this young lady, but everything that kind of encompasses good, powerful, good vibes, good, good opportunities to be able to share the wealth in a sense when it comes to just overall, just growth and development. And this young lady, founder of Female Eyefield Film Festival, can share a lot of good details and things like that. So I want to welcome Leslie Ann Coles to Next Legacy Radio. How are you doing, young lady? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So right out of the gate, you have something going on from June 9th to the 12th, and I want people out there not just from where you're at but all all across the world to know exactly what you have going on. So tell me and tell us a little bit more about this Female Eye Film Festival. Sure. So the, the Female Eye Film Festival is celebrating its 20th edition um, at Bell Lightbox, June 9th to the 12th, and we show films directed by women. And uh, the festival was founded in 2001. We missed a year in 2004. We were doing outreach. Um, but uh, it grew out of my experience as an independent filmmaker uh, when I noticed there weren't a lot of women directors at these international film festivals. So it raised the question for me, and it was, are there so few women directors or are our films not getting programmed? So we held an event in Toronto, showed 42 films. And though if someone had asked me or said to me, oh, you're going to be the executive director, artistic director of an international competitive women's film festival, I would have laughed at them and said, I don't know anything about that. So I became, uh, yeah. Oh, I should add, you know, our fest- our festival is not at the exclusion of men. We have a script development program for screenwriters, and it is open to men. It's always been open to men. I didn't want the festival to be like a girls' club where we don't have male attendees. We have a huge male following at the female mm-hmm. eye audience and a lot of industry uh, guests who come out and meet with our um, you know, they meet with our directors and all of that stuff. So yeah, it's it's a really cool it's a really cool event. It's very inclusive, and we've also always represented diversity and inclusion, and that's just been part of what we've been doing for like 20 years. So I think we were a little bit ahead of the game. Well, I can appreciate that, and someone who hasn't attended yet, I would love to make sure that there's a trip in my future to be able to do that. And, and, and I look at it like this sure. and, and I appreciate you saying that um, men are included to share as well. And I feel like, you know, from, you know, from a male's perspective, um, we can always learn a lot from a woman 
um, in terms of a lot of different avenues about life and professional business as well and things like that. So uh, my question to you is um, 20 years you've been doing this, um, and there's a level of consistency in terms of making sure you do get the word out as we do spotlight women. Um, what has been mm-hmm. some of the biggest highlights during your journey in terms of putting together these uh, these festivals and just being able to kind of showcase women talent? Well, there's there's so many, um, but I think two two that I'm most proud of. Um, we in 2009, I started uh, launched a young filmmaker development workshop. And we started mentoring young girls prior to their graduation from high school to, to sort of encourage them to entertain the idea of media studies or filmmaking. So we went into a high school and we mentored um, young girls in the media arts and mentored them on the production of their first short film. And then we showed them at the festival. And then we reached into um, disadvantaged youth. So... I worked with 26 Indigenous Canadian youth. Um, We went north to far-off places in the Northern Territories here in Canada and worked with girls on reserves in Northern Ontario and mentored them on the production of their first short films. And then we premiered those at the Female Eye. So to date, we've produced, I've produced 46 short films involving teenagers like young youth yeah and it's incredible because some of them I mean I'll tell you I'm a filmmaker and one of the first girls I mentored who didn't know what she wanted to do post high school she ended up becoming the editor of my music documentary Melody Makers a 92 minute documentary film I hired her some six eight years later to, to edit my film some of the girls have gone on to journalism. Some of them are in photography. Some of them, I don't know what's happened to them, but I know that, that it, you know, it had a huge impact on their lives. And I hope that they carried, you know, um, some of that experience forward. So it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, that, that, they were, that they were there. And, I mean, I remember one time there was a young girl in Toronto we did the program in Toronto. We reached out to um, the Jarvis Institute for in, um, Indigenous Studies. And she had come all the way from none of it, like way up north. Like, And she uh, called me, and it was a freezing cold day. And she hadn't shown up to edit her film because we teach them how to hold a camera, how to shoot, right. they tell the story, they learn to edit. Anyway, she was, she was locked, she was squatting in a building, and she got locked out. So I went and picked her up and drove her to the edit suite, and then I got her a place to stay. But So I'm proud of that program. And then in, in, since about 2014, I've been reaching out to sister film festivals abroad in Armenia, Turkey, Beirut. I was in Beirut in 221, Porto, um, Chile. And I curate programs of films from North America, so Canadian and American films mostly, that go to their film festivals. One thing that I, 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 can, I, can, I can listen to you talk, and, and wow, this is amazing. Leslie Ann Coles, 
founder of Female Eye Film Festival, is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. You can go to www.femaleeyefilmfestival.com. It's going down June 9th till the 12th. Um, you know, in, in the parentheses is come see what 20 years look like. And that's a beautiful thing. Not just to hear you talk about journeys that some of these, um, you know, directors, photographers, um, you know, people that, that come to the festival that you've hired or taken on. Um, I look at life like this as I'm getting older, Leslie, and I look at sometimes as, as much as we see on the surface, we still have no idea how how expansive and how creative people can be based on not just your current film festival and getting to know it, but there's so many hidden gems out there that just needs a push-up to be seen, to be heard, to be appreciated mm-hmm. for the work they do. And as I'm spotlighting women today and tonight and always moving forward, um, there there has to be more opportunities for our, our women journalists, our women directors, because there's a lot. And it's not just based on, you know, pay or lack of pay or pay equality. I just think having the opportunity to put women in the forefront for these, you know, very important jobs and jobs that, you know, they can do just as good as men has to be celebrated more consistently, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I I think that's kind of why festivals dedicated to women around the world started up. I think they started because there was a lack of recognition for women in the industry. But I also think that there's a, there was there there was a stereotype, um, and the stereotype was that if a woman writes and directs a film, it's a chick flick, it's a light frothy right. romantic comedy or something. And women don't make they make those films. Okay, we can make those films, but they also make action and cutting edge documentaries and really trippy. Um, enlightening dramas and comedies and I mean they don't you know so we really worked hard and even animated films that are just will blow your mind I'm you know that they they work in this space and just because women it would be like me saying to you I'm a I'm you know a a male filmmaker oh I made a film and it's for a male audience nobody ever says that so I would think that you know that women make films just for a female audience. So in the early years of the festival, our tagline was, um, it's not just for chicks. And then we worked hard on getting people to come to the festival that weren't just women. So we didn't want it to be an all-women's club. And then our tagline changed, I guess, about 10 years ago. A marketing person asked me, what is it one thing you can say about the films that you show at the female eye, whether they're a short two-minute film or a feature film? And I mm-hmm. said, well, they're always honest, but they're not always pretty. <laughs> That's what I told right. Right. And that and that, and that stuck as our tagline. And I also think it speaks to women. It speaks to the nature of a woman. We, you know, it's not always pretty. Like, that's just the way it rolls. So... I thought it was a perfect uh, tagline, and it's stuck ever since. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, not just to um, hear, but also to witness, because I believe, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about just as a man and from a male's perspective, 
I need to learn from a woman. I feel like I can't go forward or move forward unless I do get enough information from a woman's perspective so I can be able to go mm-hmm. and put a stamp on certain things that I need to do in life or moving forward or whatnot. I think it's super important. Um, I also think from, Leslie, from you, when it comes to you founding this, this uh, you know, female iFilm festival, um, when, you, when you look back 20 years, um, and I know the journey probably in the beginning, it's just like anybody that has a vision. You know, not everybody's going to automatically adapt to what you're seeing. But if you started off from, like, you know, one person to five person to 10 people to 20 people to 50 people to 100, um, what has been your source of strength when it comes to consistency? Because you know how it is. Some, some people want instant, you know, I, I need a million people in order for this film festival to be successful. But it doesn't always start that way. So where, where has been your motivation, um, you know, to start from the very beginning? And, you know, how, how do you still continue to maintain that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, how do I maintain that? Well, I'm tenacious, so I have tremendous tenacity. And so even in the tough years, and there's still tough years, this is a tough year coming back from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We, you know, a lot of our sponsors have lost money, and they're not, they're not contributing as much as they used to. I'm talking to my board about doing a fundraiser, um, but we're, I, I'm kind of in the field of dreams mindset. It's sort of like, well, we built it and the train has left the station and we are going. And I've kind of always had that spirit about things that I feel passionate about. It's sort of, right. um, I've learned a lot along the way about delegation and, and mentor a lot of students every year who come in and have to put in hours towards their graduation, who I mentor and supervise and work with. And they do a lot of heavy lifting as part of their internship. But I think the thing that keeps me going is something you were talking about. It's the work. It's the art. It's the film. It's the content. It's like the extraordinary talent. It's really that. It's like, wow, you know, um, amazing. So it's actually the work by the individuals that really, truly inspires me. Um, I do, you know, I am back into my own work. Um, so that's now a bit of a challenge for me right now because I think during the pandemic I wrote, I got back into screenwriting, I got funded for one of my films, I got one more day to shoot on that. I'm in it. I'm a nice. writer, director, I'm also an actress. That's where I started. And so, and then I have a couple of features I've written that I'm going to Banff with on June 12th, the closing day of our festival and flying to Banff Media Festival to meet with people from around the world who are looking for content. So, I'm still very much a creative, but I, I really have got to navigate the next little while carefully. And I'm looking at a succession plan, um, not mm-hmm. because I'm retiring, but because I want younger people to come in and steer the female eye into the future. I will, I will support them and stand by and be the artistic director. But I am looking at, I don't want the festival and the legacy of the female eye to, to just kind of fade away if I right. start putting, and I am putting myself back into my own work in a very, in a very big way. So I, you know, I don't want the f- festival to suffer for it. And I also don't want to see it just kind of dwindle away. You know, I want to see it continue. Wow. You know what I love about you, Leslie? Leslie Ann Cole is my guest on Next Legacy Radio, female I film festival founder, always honest, not always pretty, 
June 9th to the 12th is going down. Make sure you go to go ahead and go to www.femaleifilmfestival.com. One thing I love about you, Leslie, just off top, we, you and I just had dialogue. This is 18, 19 minutes now of just getting to know you. One thing I love about you is this. You have gave birth to a, a legacy 20 years ago that you refused to let not just fade away. You are willing to pass the baton to other hungry um, artists or people who would like to be able to continue this um, process and growth, yeah. understanding, awareness, brand awareness, everything that comes with um, nurturing. And, and it's like that with a lot of businesses, too. You may have an in and out situation, or you may love it, or you may get frustrated, but it's taken a life of its own to the point where you don't want to see anything happen but growth and helping other people yes. grow. And I think that needs yeah. to be celebrated as well. Uh, thank you. I, I really I appreciate your insight and your and your um and your appreciation of of all of this and and your appreciation of women as um you know I wish we had more female leaders in the world. If we did, we probably wouldn't be in the state we're in. To be perfectly honest, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, you know. <laughs> Agreed, Leslie. I have a 19-year-old daughter that I'm I'm trying to basically just say exactly some of the things, and, and she would love to hear stuff like this coming from your perspective and your vision and how you want things to be. Um, and also just, you know, you, you have to step back and realize that sometimes when you build something, it's not really about you anymore. It's about, it's about everybody else and how we are supposed to share um, not our knowledge, our, our, our wealth, whatever that comes with it. But I think you should be commended for this. And, you know, as you're, as you're navigating through and, and listing more people to be able to pass the baton, um, what mm -hmm. is it that you see in others that you would, you would like to hear? Come have a seat at the table because I see your work ethic, things like that. So, you know, how do you go about just kind of di diagnosing just the vision of what others do and just being able to enhance them? Do you see their effort first or, you know, how do you go about it? Um, you know, I see where they, I see, I, I always try when I, especially, especially when I work with students and um, the interns, I always kind of take a lead from them. I may have, I may go in, have my, my own agenda that they're going to be administrative. They're going to work and they're going to send emails and they're going to correspond and they're going to let people know what's what and when it's happening and yada, yada. But what I do now and what I've learned over the years is to really look, pay attention to where they, what are their interests. So now the first thing I'll ask them is, what, what, do, you, what do you think you might want to do in two years, five years? Like what is, what is the thing that interests you and excites you right now? And by asking them those questions, I'm not trying to fit a, a square peg into a round hole. I'm I'm trying to right. I'm trying to build a, a space for them where they can actually learn and grow and 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 really dig into that which they're already interested in. So that's kind of how I go. And then, you know, like I had one intern last year from Humber College, which is a media arts. She was going into school to become a producer. She realized she didn't like set. She didn't really like being on set. So when she came to me, she said, I have to graduate. I need to do 40 hours, but I really like admin. I like 
Excel spreadsheets. I like organizing things. I like, she likes all that stuff. And, and so I said, that's perfect because I don't. I, I like curating film <laughs> programs and I like, you know, <laughs> I like right. talking to people and getting, and getting them to support the festival, <laughs> you know. So it was worked out perfectly. And she continued for the whole year working with me part-time and now she's on the ground running with me towards this event and she's somebody for example that i would have in mind um and i should say speaking of daughters i have a daughter who worked with me for about four or five years on the festival and mm -hmm. now she works for tesla she's a young girl but she's she she got a job and she gets paid <laughs> it's not altruistic mm -hmm. but you know she was amazing amazing even though we work totally differently she was just amazing in business and business admin and uh, God, all of that stuff. So I'm actually opening, I'm extending the, the olive branch to her and in that, not really an olive branch, but I've said to her recently, Rebecca, if you want to come back and you want, because she always said, mom, I'll come back if you leave. Cause she doesn't like working with her mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I'm, I'm going to go back to her. She doesn't know this. Hopefully she's not listening right now. But <laughs> I'm going to keep this recording once I get a, a link to it. And I'm going to ask her, say, listen, I'm ready to step back. Do you want to step back in? And I've got some great young people who will love to work with you. Anyway. You know what? what it's, it's funny <laughs> that um, I, what you just said about your vision and your your brand is the same thing I told my daughter about the station too. Like, you know, you you have an idea and she loves she loves music and she loves just journalism right. and things like that. And I told her, Look, I can I can just be the founder one day. You can take over CEO and do what you do. It's it's fine. Exactly. It's okay. Um what yeah. <laughs> one thing that I love let, let me ask you this. Leslie, because I always feel like, especially for our young kids, because we both mentioned we have daughters, and there's so many yep. impressionable young women out there who are either looking for instant success or they're just trying to be a part of something but not really focusing on what they really want and need right. and need to learn and things like that as well. Right. So what would you uh -huh. say to these women who are actually out there? Because there's a lot out there, and we need to – encourage and, and, and enhance and excite. So what do you say to those women? I would say to them, you know, hold on to your, hold on to your vision. What's beautiful about this time in, in our history is not just with all the technology, but you can build what you want. You can build what you envision and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. And, and, you know, but you can't be complacent. You have to, if you, if there's something you want to do, you have to put a little bit of effort into that every day, whether that's networking, picking up the phone call, making a cold call. Um, if it's film related, getting on set, you know, um, getting, getting on set, familiarizing yourself with the craft. If you want to write, write, take screenwriting courses part time. Uh, you can do it in after school education. If you're still in school, I just really believe you know, I was fortunate in that I had grade school teachers who really mentored me. Well, they didn't mentor me, but they saw that I had problems sitting still in class, and I loved to mm -hmm. make up plays and perform. So I was that kid. They would let me go off and make up a play, and then I'd knock on all the classroom doors and perform for everybody. But my mother 
God bless her. She's still around. She she took heed of what the teacher said, that I was really entertaining but a huge distraction in the classroom. <laughs> and so she put me <laughs> she put me into dance and theater and all kinds of things. She encouraged me in the in the art. She saw where I was at and what I needed and what well, like how I looked at life and how I processed it was in a creative capacity. And she totally encouraged that all through my childhood. And and I think that sh- that informed me and and gave me a sense that I could do this if I wanted to do this. Wow, I could do this. Yeah. Wow. And I think we don't all have that. We don't always get that from someone, but I believe there's always someone for everybody who's that just that magical angel, that that person who just sort of lands at the right time and 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 comes into their lives and you just have faith in that because it will happen. There will be there you will find allies um who will come and support and 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 help you move forward always unconditionally leslie there's no i mean you know life and people are you know filled with agendas everybody has something but there is a lot of people out there that will support each other with unconditional support passion just everything that you would want in terms of positive action and interaction and reaction to whatever it is that you're trying to do and we just need to create more awareness of that. I mean, there's so much negativity in the world, so much chaos in the world that you can you yeah. can literally can turn away from that and you can focus on, you know, what's inspiring instead of the opposite. Because let's yeah, exactly. you are a filmmaker, you've seen this before, that there's so many yeah. people who will look at a car wreck before they will look at a high school or college graduate nowadays. And it's crazy. Oh, it's so, so we so gotta sad. change that narrative. And I think we have to change that narrative. And I think the other thing is that, that we have a choice. Like individually, we have choices. So yep. find your tribe. Find the tribe. Of, find your cheerleading people. If you're surrounded by friends who are bringing you down or they are, you know, trying to manipulate you or cajole you into getting involved in things that you're not, that in your heart is not there, you will find mm-hmm. your tribe. You'll find other friends. Sometimes there's an expression where you say, you know, if you want to change your life, sometimes you have to change your friends. That's the way it is. If people aren't Amen. supporting you and encouraging you, and move on. You can't change them. You can only change yourself. You can only change what you have control of, right? Um, Amen. And I think sometimes there's, yeah, there's this, this idea about instant success because of social media. You know, it's, I can't imagine growing up with that Instagram, like unplug your devices, you know, because all thought is energy. And if you're completely consumed by uh, uh, or obsessed with uh, what other people are doing and you feel like you can't live up, unplug, turn off the devices, focus on yourself. Don't feel, you know, like you even have to compare yourself to anyone because you don't, because you're not them, you're you. But I think there's a lot of challenges that you particularly face today uh, with standards of beauty, with standards of, you know, what it, how do you measure success? Is it the number of follower, followers you have on Instagram? I don't know. Um, I have a lot of friends who have a lot of bots, you know, <laughs> and that's cool. Mm, mm. <laughs> the, met- right. the metrics are good. The metrics are good, but, you know, 
I don't know. At the end of the day, you just have to be your best self and never give up on that because it's a journey well, and it takes a lifetime. You're telling the, you are telling the truth. Let me tell you something real quick. Leslie Ann Coles is my guest on Next Legacy, founder of Female Eye Film Festival. Make sure you go ahead and go to www.femaleeyefilmfestival.com. It's from the 9th to the 12th. Get all the details when you head over to that website. But, Leslie, let, let, let me tell you this. Usually, I mean, because my radio station is, is internationally. It's obviously through, like, an app and all that good stuff. Uh, I mm-hmm. go every day and outside and talk to people, not just tell them about the station, but why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's not even for me. It's about, you know, showing and other people that there is other talented people, if it's in music or if it's in any other genre of, of development, right? So mm-hmm. one thing that I do mm-hmm. have been steering clear of, yes, it's a nice tool to have when it comes to social media, but I'm not going to live, breathe, and die by it. Um, I can use it to no. enhance certain things, but I'm not going to let that be the end-all, be-all. So if I'm performing for one person who wants to follow me or 100,000 people that want to follow me, come on in. As long as you're picking up that same vibe that I get when it comes to doing something authentic, something that is uh, a passion of mine and something that I want to give back to because, like I said earlier, I think you're doing this, I'm doing this, and we need to have more like-minded people that is doing the exact same thing. I'm building this, but I'm not building it for myself anymore. It was a nice idea, but now this is for everybody, everybody to share in what's being developed so you can have a place at the table as well. Exactly. Exactly. Amen to that. It's true. I mean, and and that's the thing. I think, you know, I remember one of my first experiences going to New York with my film to an independent New York film festival And I remember there being like six people in the audience and I thought, Oh my God, this is terrible. And, and this is (laughs) awful, but they, but they, but the six people love my film. And then that, that same, that around that same time or shortly thereafter, I was back in New York and I got a call from the Academy and my film in the refrigerator did win a lot of awards. I won like 13 international awards. It was my first film for best actress, best debut filmmaker and yada, yada. But you know what happened? I got a half a page in the New York magazine with a picture of me inside the refrigerator that I'm tap dancing in. I don't want to get into the details of the film, but it was a pretty interesting film. And one tons of awards. I got invited by the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences to have my film screen for nomination for Best Short Live Action and the Academy Awards at the 73rd Academy Awards, I'll always remember the number. But what happened was my film blew over by two minutes and 37 seconds. So it has to be a 45 minute hard stop or 40 minutes, I can't remember. But anyway, the the fact is that I remember feeling so dejected. There was no one in the audience. There was only six people in the audience, but I got a half page in the New York Magazine. And then I got a call from the Academy inviting my film to screen at the Lemley in LA twice a day for the Oscars for, for the Oscar jury. So it's, it's interesting. Sometimes, you know, something happens and we think it's so bad. It's just, if we stop judging things as good or bad or life is not black and white, life is not good or bad. Life has all shades of gray, you know, and there's all Mm. kinds of pleasant surprises along the way. And Leslie, you could have had a, a packed house with hundreds of people there but they might not have paid attention to it closely like the six people did that was in attendance 
um, in a sense, right? So just because the house is full doesn't mean it's filled with nurturing people who are supportive, right? No, I was I was saying uh, I was saying before that from uh, you can have hundreds of people that pack the house, but if those six people really paid attention to nurtured the you know the project and just was super supportive, sometimes a full house doesn't equate to good vibes, anyways, right? Like sometimes it doesn't matter if you're performing for one or a hundred thousand. Yeah, you're you're still going to yeah. deliver that energy, but also you know, the support system is going to, you're, you're probably going to feel different in certain cases. So, you know, the uh, packed house isn't always a good house in some cases. I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I think, yeah. I mean, I remember there was a man in the audience and he was weeping openly. I don't know. I just, I think, yeah, if you can touch, there's another thing we're putting on our poster this year, which will be released hopefully today. Um, and it's, um, uh, 20, uh, 20 years strong and then the other piece is one film at a time and it's sometimes one audience at a time it's sometimes mm. one person at a time you know and that's that's life isn't it I agree with you that's right 100% that's right mm-hmm. that's amen yep. to that amen <laughs> to that amen is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And in closing, I want to I wanna give you the floor, so I want you to go ahead and um, just basically give shout-outs if need be, direct traffic to whatever social media platform and others if need be. You have the floor, my dear. All right. So as you've been saying, www.femaleifilmfestival.com. Our program is up um, we're still adding a couple of things, industry panels and things. If you're in the GTA, Toronto, TDOT, definitely come by and check out some films. Um, our hash, or not our hashtags, but our handles uh, at female I, so F-E-M-A-L-E-E-Y-E. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for Female I Film Festival. And yeah, you can follow me. I'm Leslie Ann Coles. I my handle is L-A, Coles, L-A, and then C-O-L-E-S. And I write, actually, poetry and prose under uh, Snow Girl Poet on Instagram. So I publish poetry and prose. And I'm going to be dropping something that I wrote in the car, I think, about a week ago. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right. Um, yeah. So I write, I write quick stuff sometimes because screenwriting takes time, and screenwriting is rewriting, so... Yeah, but you can find right. find me and find us on social for sure. 20th anniversary. Come see what 20 years look like. FemaleIFilmFestival.com. Leslie Ann Cole is my guest. And find, final question, you know, play a lot of music on the station or whatnot. So what's in Leslie's music playlist these days? What are you listening to? Wow, that's a really good question. I have a really eclectic taste in music. I love, um, you know, I love R&B. I love uh, music from the 70s and the 80s. Uh, Oh my gosh, what am I listening to? I listen to some pretty obscure artists, to be honest with you, on CBC. Um, So radio, I play it all the time, but I I actually should create a new playlist. I tend to enjoy other people's playlists, but I love jazz. (laughs) I love I love blues. I love R and B. I like I love some hip hop. I'm a pretty eclectic taste when it comes to art and music. So 
I wish I could be more de de uh, um, defined in being able to answer that question, but yeah, I can't. No, you're I good. <laughs> you're, you're good because you said 70s and 80s and one of the best decades of music in terms of diversity and culture and everything was, in my opinion, the 80s because I was all over the place. Diverse and everything, yeah. rock, light rock, hard rock, hip-hop, R&B, you name it. Oh, the my God. Had it. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a great fun time, for sure. I would love to hear your playlist. Uh, definitely a great time in music, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, my God. From from Wham! The Culture Club to, obviously, Michael Jackson to, you know, it was, it was so, it was so, um, Duran Duran, um, so many yeah. different 80s. The 80s groups and things like that was so it was so much fun and I'm biased because yeah. I grew up in that era um, and you know even the 70s was good but I feel like the 70s set it up for the 80s the 90s the 90s yeah. was a great decade as well um, it was just so intertwined with how I lived and what I wanted to be yeah and everything else isn't it you know true what I'm it was isn't really, it true yeah. it had a, it had it felt like it had real meaning and and it connected yeah. like we connected to it. There was a connection between what we were living and what we were listening to, for sure. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Leslie, Ann Coles, my dear, founder of Female Eye Film Festival, celebrating 20 years, we will continue to support you. We will promote you on our station um, through so the, um, obviously through the 9th and the 12th, directing traffic to your website. But I want to not just thank you, but I appreciate you for being that that strong, I, I don't want to just say a woman supporter, a woman, you know, a strength that a woman gives. I feel like we need to appreciate that. I don't want to categorize it, but I just think you are you are an excellent soul, and I and I appreciate you oh. for inspiring other women, but other men who need to appreciate and pay attention to our good women as well. So I appreciate for you for all those things, and keep it up because I'm watching you now. All eyes are on you, dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm it. gonna be watching you too. So thank you for having me on your show. It's been really great speaking with you. Thank you so much. <laughs>